Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. So the other day I'm in Bronson at the Dollar Store, General Dollar, Dollar General store in Bronson, and I'm looking for a card, and a man walks up to me, and he goes, Coach Weber, he said, um, I need prayer. This was after the weekend that we saw the movie, and I said, about, and he said, it's all falling in, it's collapsing. I said, when do you want to pray? He said, now. I said, let's go. Right in the aisle, we went to the Lord in prayer, Okay. Say with me tonight, I'm a person of influence. Because in a moment, you know what we're going to do? We're going to pray for each other. So this morning, I finish up my work, <clears throat> workout at the gym. And it's about 6 o'clock, a little after. And I go, uh, I'll get some gas before I head to work this morning after breakfast, etc. And then there was a, a moment where I was influenced. Would you say with me tonight, I'm influenced by the Holy Spirit. Because that's where the power is, church. And I felt influenced by the Holy Spirit to go ahead and come on over to Murphy Gas and get my gas. So it's about five after six, and I'm getting get gas this morning. And I hear this voice from the other side of the uh, station. Coach Weber, is that you? And I said, it hasn't changed. <laughs> and I'm hot and sweaty and all of that. And they said, can you take a moment? I said, Sure. And they said, my son's sitting in the vehicle, and he is crying. I'm thinking, what? At this hour of the morning? You're, you're broke down and you're crying? And I walked over to the vehicle, and sure enough, there sets a young man that I coached and worked with. And I said, what's going on? He said, my whole world has collapsed. I've lost everything. So we... we we stood there and we talked. We talked about the rock. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer. What you're going to do is you're going to go with your friends here in this room. And you're going to just go to the Lord in prayer. You're going to, I've never done that before. But you already said you're a person of influence. You're going to pray for each other before they break up tonight. But the Lord gave me a word while we were singing. And my Bible was up in the air. The Spirit of the Lord said, some have moved away from the rock. How many know the rock doesn't move? I'm the one that moves. So tonight, maybe that would be you that would say to your partner that you're going to be praying with, hey, you know what? The Holy Spirit just brought to my attention through the pastor by the Holy Spirit that I've kind of drifted a little bit from the rock. You're in trouble. If you start moving away from the rock, you're in trouble. Okay? So tonight, we are very influential. I'm trying to get you into an atmosphere so that when you're called upon at any hour of the day, at any location, wherever you are, and someone recognizes you and they come to you for prayer, you don't hesitate. Being a person of influence, you step in right there and let's pray. Okay? And there were people that were walking right past us in the store. Didn't, didn't change one thing. And I saw the man's countenance change through prayer. And this morning was incredible. 
And I just got back in my vehicle and I said, God, that's what life's all about right there. All this other stuff that everybody's running after and chasing after, it doesn't matter. When you can be able to lift somebody up and say, you know what? God's going to put this all back together for you. If people are walking out of your life, get ready. God's got new ones walking in. Amen? So let's stand on our feet. We're going to get a little back, some background music here. And what you're going to do, you're, you can go, if you're not real comfortable where you are, find somebody that you're comfortable with, and you're going to pray. You may want to pray in a circle. Ready? You've already said you're people of influence. Ready? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Hook up with somebody, and we're going to pray for each other or someone who's in need tonight. And we're going to do this for maybe just a couple of moments. Moments will be no more than two minutes. Let's begin to go to the Lord tonight all over this room in prayer. Awesome. Let's go to the Lord in prayer, guys. Glory. Good job, man. Good. All over this room, we're praying. Glory. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you. Father, I bless back together in the room turn to some of those individuals that you were praying with and say my influence has just increased my influence has just increased my influence has just increased Father I just thank you for an incredible release an atmosphere of prayer an atmosphere of prayer Our young people are getting ready to go for their time. And as they're just moving for a moment, can you look this way? 
Would you stand with me for just a moment? And then we're going to get into God's Word tonight. Obviously, you know, it's going to be on influence. Let me tell you what the Spirit of the Lord just deposited over every one of our lives. You will carry an atmosphere of prayer. Anywhere and everywhere. And it will never be for show. There are going to be people that are going to come to you wherever you are and they're going to need prayer and you're just going to pray and then get out of the way. There is an atmosphere of prayer that God's just released over every one of your lives. That's incredible. Listen, people are hurting all over the place. One was a young man. The other individual is a little bit older. They're coming from all over into your world, into your life. You carry the atmosphere of prayer. When they come to you, just go, you bet. I'll agree with you right now. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Can we give the Lord praise for the power of influence? Wow. Great is the Lord. Great is our God. Wow. Incredible on a Wednesday night. Wow, you just go ahead on with it right there. Wow. Wow. Oh, I can feel the presence of the Lord. The atmosphere, there's a shift. Yep. Wow. And I want to congratulate several individuals that absolutely said, I'm getting back to the rock. Some, some of you move straight, just right there, just move straight over to the rock. Christ Jesus. All right, young people, awesome to watch you guys interact and pray tonight with the adults. The Lord bless you, Pastor Jamie, as you go, and and you guys have a wonderful time, and we'll be done before you all, so shut out the lights, because the party will be over. We're taking it with us. Amen? How many know that God loves kingdom parties? That's new to the church, isn't it? Let me say that again. God loves kingdom parties. Folks, I wouldn't want to spend 80 years in heaven if it's boring, let alone eternity. I don't know about you. I'm much more comfortable where the presence of the Lord is because there's always an atmosphere for change. Amen? So tonight we're going to have fun. We're going to go to the second law of God's word written by an author by the name of John Maxwell. We talked about the law of the lid. We broke that down in two categories. And now it's time to move on to the second law of leadership. How many know that every one of you are in his kingdom if you know him? Okay. God's more interested in his kingdom than he is the church name. All church names will not be there when you get there. So you need to get comfortable with the kingdom. True, extremely true. God has marked you as leaders in the kingdom. You've got leadership skills in every one of you. The power of influence is within you. So tonight, as we get into God's word, I need several who are willing to hand out. Um, This is a takeaway tonight. I'll explain it in just a moment. I need some individuals to come and pass these out. Everyone should get one, hopefully. In fact, I went back to the uh, printer to make some more because I know it's growing. This you get to work alongside as I bring God's word tonight for a few moments on the power of influence. Great video that has been put together to set the temple for tonight. 
There are actually five questions on the power of influence that you can begin filling in. And no, that's not something that you're going to turn back into us. We want you to see who has been influential in your life and who are you influencing. For example, question number one, I gave you two bullets that you can put two people. You can put more if you would like. Who has had a positive influence in your life? Number two, who has had a negative influence in your life? Number three will be, how have you used your influence with others? Number four, how have you used your influence for the kingdom? And then number five, what difference would you like to make in someone's life? Okay, so have fun tonight as we look at some things from God's Word. I hope you'll take the time either while you're here or later on so you can really understand that you carry the power of influence. Do you believe that tonight? The power of influence. John Maxwell said it this way, True leadership cannot be awarded, appointed, assigned, or mandated. It comes only from influence. Okay? Let's make a declaration tonight. I carry the influence of the kingdom in my life. I release it every day, wherever I go. Do you believe that tonight? Tonight, when we start talking about the power of influence, we're going to look at one word tonight. All right? And you'll be able to follow along through God's word that will be up on the screen. We're going to talk about character. Character is the defining ingredient for those who are influential, either for the good or for the negative side. So tonight we're going to look at the importance of character. Two individuals that have impressed my life, though their journey was completed many years ago, one would be Mandela. What a powerful, powerful, influential man he was. Nelson Mandela, what a powerful influence. He was in so many lives, even though he was in prison for 27 years and should not have been there, he knew how to handle all of that and still had the power of influence and you know what took place when he was able to come out. I believe in the power of influence. God's word is marked with men and women who had influence, some for the good and some not so much. Amen? And then another individual, she was a lady in the country of India, Mother Teresa. What an example. What, what influence she had. So much influence that she could go wherever God wanted her and change the lives of people. And she was comfortable in Calcutta and outside. It didn't matter. It could be in the streets or anywhere else that God would place her. And she was comfortable. Tonight, I want you to be comfortable in God's kingdom so that when people meet you in the supermarket, when people meet you at the gas station, when people meet you in your place of business, or children come up to you in the classroom, yes, in the classroom, and they need prayer that you won't back up. You don't have to make it a moment of showing out, but you just absolutely take that concrete moment and create a moment of influence where the Holy Spirit steps in and makes a change in someone's life. Yes? We have a new school resource officer uh, at our school. And, and in fact, uh, when I look at him, I think back to the 90s and 
at Chiefman High School as an athlete, but now I see him, hello, how many know you've got to always adjust your pictures or you'll lose your influence? And I told him the other day, I said, I can still see you as an athlete, but now I see you as a law officer. Deputy Clint Anderson is with us. Well, a couple days ago, there was a student that really needed some help. So we brought this student into the office, and we started where they were, but we ended up where he wanted us to be. How many know that Jesus wants us to be the light in our communities? How many know that we are to be wise yet harmless? I was watching the news last night, and the uh, individual from Kentucky was not using a lot of wisdom. That's all I'm going to say about that. When God gives you the power of influence, use it for His glory, not for your platform. That was good teaching right there. The kingdom is not for our platform. It is for His glory. And so the young lady began to break down, and I, and I kind of looked at Clint, and Clint kind of gave me that nod back. I said, that was like, go for it. Turn to somebody and say, go for it. So I just opened it up, and, and the wisdom of the Lord began to flow. And I began to share with this particular student on the importance that they begin to come back to what they know to be true. Would you say with me tonight, I have influence. Because I have good character. That's where we're going tonight. Yes? Are we ready? Let's dig in tonight. Romans chapter 5, verse 3, 4, and 5. I want to use our time wisely, get you out in good time. And I know this is on podcast, but I got to tell you, I am excited about this coming weekend because college football is cranking up tomorrow night on a Thursday night. I had one of our faculty members come up to me today on our work day, and they said, can we make a change? I said, I'm all in it as long as it's in compliance with our district. They said, let's make a switch this coming Friday. How many know switches are good? How many have felt some switches back in the day? <laughs> Ooh, he switched that one real quick. But switches are good. I'm not talking about the kind that we had to experience. But it's good to make changes. And I said, so what, what's your idea? They said, well, let's make Friday a change in attire. I said, what are you thinking? Well, since college football is getting ready to crank up and you've got high school football, everyone can wear. I said, no, you didn't. I said, are you guys really serious? So Friday, we're all going to dress down. And we're all of our, you know, whatever that sport team we like. We're going to have some fun. We're going to make a switch. We're going to enjoy. We're going to be able to be influential. And I said, you really? Seriously? So, and they said, yeah, not only can you wear, you can bring in your flag. I said, seriously? Because we got all kinds of fans on our faculty and staff. And how many know influence is good? So it starts for us on Friday, Okay. When our students, when our children, when our kids see us enjoying life and having fun, it's going to motivate them to have a good time. Okay? Romans chapter 5, verse 3, 4, and 5. So you guys can pray for me on Friday that I have good character and I don't lose it and I don't do silly things. And Nobody else that way? I know better. I live down here in the SEC. There's no fans like the SEC. I mean, even when they're crazy, they say they're not. All right, Romans chapter. (laughs) Seriously, folks, I think some of the most loyal fans are in the South. 
I mean, you guys are dead serious about your teams, real serious. Like Auburn and Alabama people, like, oh, my goodness. Like they get, anyway, they're very influential. Romans chapter 5, 3, 4, and 5. More than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. How many know that without character, you don't have hope? But how many also know that without endurance, you don't have character? And how many know that without some moments of suffering, you don't have endurance? So here's what I want you to gather tonight, because you are people of influence. People don't want to just hear about your good times. They want to hear about your tough times and how God brought you through. So the principle is this. Character changes where the Holy Spirit takes up residence. The character in individuals' lives can change when the Holy Spirit is present. When the Holy Spirit takes up residence, your character begins to change. Let me see if I can break it down this way because the Spirit of the Lord has been making some changes in my life. Let me explain to you this way. When the Holy Spirit shows up and begins taking up residence, He begins to strip you of all of your religious decorum. Good preaching tonight. And He moves us out of the church world into the world of the kingdom, the eternal kingdom. You're already a part of it. Right now. But many of us have been bathed in the church world. We know very little about the kingdom. Because of that, we're not very influential. Jesus was very influential. Tell me any of the denominations that he was a part of or non-denominations that he was a part of. Everything Jesus taught was about the kingdom. So let me go ahead and let you know what happened the other night. It was around 2.30 or 3 o'clock in the morning. By the way, listen real close. If I don't finish this tonight, we'll just come right back to it, yes? Because I'm, I'm more concerned that you get what God is trying to bring across to the body more than it is just notes. Because I'm not locked into the notes, I'm locked into the kingdom. I want you to get this tonight. If you're not open to the Holy Spirit, you're going to be troubled when people show up and ask for prayer. Everybody nod your head like you're still here. If I am not open to the Holy Spirit, I will feel like you have messed up my schedule for stopping and asking me to pray. Or why are you bothering me right now? I'm pumping gas. I'm hot and I'm sweaty. I got to get back home. I got to shower and I got to get over to Bronson. If you aren't open to the Holy Spirit, you're certainly not going to be open to the needs of people. And now there goes our influence. And all of our influence starts... By being open to the Holy Spirit. So, having said all of that, the other night, for some reason, I was wide awake and I said, are you serious? I just spoke to us. Lord, please, I want to go back to sleep. Anybody else? Just, you wake up and go, I just want to go back to sleep. And, and I wasn't able to go back to sleep and so there was no need to, you know, the rest of that part of the story. And I said, she's sound asleep. You got that one quick. You catch it when you're up close. Isn't that amazing? When you step close, you kind of get that real quick. That was good. Nice. Nice. That's why you were a linebacker. You were reading very well. So I, there I was, just, you know, laying in the bed. I was like, man, this is boring. <laughs> Anybody else agree? 
I mean, I'm all, can I be this honest with you tonight? Dare I? I'm only in bed for two reasons. One is for sleep, and then you think about the rest. So, I know you're thinking, man, I thought all that changes when you get 90 years of age. Okay, keep thinking. So the Holy Spirit finally just begins to speak. <laughs> Don't ask me anymore about colors. <laughs> the Holy Spirit began to speak, and man, when he begins to speak, I love to listen. Because when we're listening, our influence goes up in the kingdom. When we are debating, it stays right where it was. I'm right here in the book of Romans for just a moment. Because the principle is, character changes where the Holy Spirit takes up residence. So if the Holy Spirit has made a down payment in your life, and He has installed a new life in you, there's going to be change in you. There will be a process of change. And here's what He said to me. He said, I'm recommissioning you. How many know the same Spirit that dwelt in Jesus dwells in all of us? If we know Him as Savior and Lord. If we know him as Savior and Lord. And he said, I'm going to recommission you, recommission you starting tonight. He said, I called you and I appointed you and I anointed you. But now I'm going to recommission you. From this night forward until the completion of your journey, you have two assignments. How many know you take orders from the king? And the first thing that the Holy Spirit said was this. Your message will always be about the king. Now, if you'll take a theological moment and study scripture about the Holy Spirit, you know that he never brings attention to himself, but he always brings honor and glory to the Son, who then begins to bring honor and glory to the Father. It's all about character, ladies and gentlemen. So he said, from now on, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, the recommissioning begins here. You will always... Always speak about the king. And number two, it's so simple, people like me can get it. He said, your message will always be this, about the kingdom. And later when I, because I got to drift back to sleep after he gave that to me. Later I got up and I began looking into God's word and that's all Jesus talked about was the kingdom. And he even taught the disciples how to pray. We went over it Sunday morning. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The church's view may not be heaven's view. Character. It's all about character. If you want more character in a world that is collapsing, talk about, think about, pray about the king. Lift up people to the king and declare the kingdom of God over the lives of people. Before I came to the house tonight, I watched two messages by Joel Olstein. And there's only one Joel Olstein. You can't have two. So there's no need trying to be somebody that you're not. Because when you do, you lose the power of influence. But he preached in San Francisco a powerful message. And I was actually releasing this over several of you while we were praying. And he said that God is the God of a second touch. Touch. 
Meaning many of us have been touched by God, but God wants to move in again and touch us afresh and anew. What will that do? It will revitalize his character in us. See the switch? Did you get the switch? Not our character, God's character in us. So what does that mean? I can endure suffering. What does that mean? Character is developed in me, and now I'm filled with hope. When everything seems to be going the other way, I can declare hope because the kingdom is filled with hope. I'm in the book of Romans. That's why when Paul was beaten and all of those things happened to him, he could turn right back around and go right back into the city if that's what God wanted him to do, and he did that. Because it was not about what had happened to him, but about the king and the kingdom. This ministry, I'm going to give you a prophetic word right here. This ministry will always go forward and advance as long as we talk about the king and the kingdom. But whenever we start talking about what we're doing and what he's provided, and we begin to put idolatry into all the things he's provided for us, he will absolutely let you have your stuff. And he will be gone. And then like King Saul of old, we will not even know that the Spirit of the Lord has left. Man, I don't ever want to be anywhere where the Holy Spirit is no longer present. You know why? You'll see a change in character. Starting in leadership, right down through the ranks. So our role model is none other than Jesus Christ, who had splendid character. And that's why people were attracted to who he was. Not just what he could do. The principle, we might touch one more tonight. Because I don't ever want to weary God's people. But I want you to walk out of here tonight going, you know what? What God's called him to do, God can call me to do what he wants me to do. I can be a person of influence. And you are people of influence. I'm declaring that over your lives. You have a spirit of influence. And I hope that you will take the time sometime, either while we're here tonight or later, and begin answering those questions. Because I think it will make a difference in the direction of your life. One more time, character changes where the Holy Spirit takes up residence. Let's make a declaration tonight. Can we do that tonight? Want to do it? Let's make a declaration tonight. Holy Spirit. Take up residence in me like never before. What that means right there is you just opened up the floodgates for the impossible to become possible. Simply by saying, Holy Spirit, the go- just think about this. He's the governor over the body of Christ. You've invited him to come in and take up residence in a whole new dimension. Giving him more access to our lives than he's ever had before. He has the privilege and the right of way to have full access. But sometimes we're working so hard to just kind of keep some things for ourselves. Tonight I want to encourage some of you along with me. Let's go ahead and release those ropes. In fact there may be several of us here tonight who have been fishing on the wrong side. And you just need to hear his voice say just switch it to the other side. And you will have an enormous catch. Peter was influenced by a carpenter and it changed the results of that night or of that morning. I want you to come under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Does that make sense? And that shouldn't be scary to you. 
That should be a brand new revelation going, wow, I can actually open up my heart and my mind and my life to the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to listen for key things that he says throughout the day. And when we're here, listen for key words. For example, here was a prophetic word. I wonder if the house captured it when Pastor B preached on this particular theme. And he said, not today, devil, not today. How many have begun to use that? That will absolutely tie into the book of James. I'm talking about character. And now all of a sudden, you're beginning to resist him. The more you resist him, the greater your character will be. Some of you need to really start honing in on rhema words. I sometimes call them nuggets. Sometimes I'll simply say, here's a prophetic word from the Lord. You want to grasp that. If that bears witness in your spirit, man, you grab that. And you go with that. Because it's a defining moment. One more verse tonight. Everybody doing good? We are talking about influence tonight. And influence is all about character. You got it? I know times have really, really changed. But just bear with me for a moment, okay? There was an article in the Columbus Dispatch about the hiring of Woody Hayes way back in 1951. Stay with me. It's not about sports. But listen to what Woody Hayes used to do when he would go into student athletes' homes as he was recruiting. He said, I want to come into your home and I want to meet your parents. Because I want to see the fabric of your home because it's going to tell me what you're like when you come to the university. I I bet you think I've gotten off course, right? When character gets flushed out at the home, it shows up at the university. It shows up at the academy. It shows up at the elementary school. Shows up at the middle school. Shows up at the high school. Shows up in the workplace. We are people of influence. Shape your home under the governing touch of the Holy Spirit. Let people know the king's here. The king dwells here in this home. It may be a big home. It may be a gorgeous home. It may be a simple home, but it doesn't really matter. I just want you to know the king's here. So I was walking around in our home simply saying, the king's here. The king resides here. This is all his, part of his in the kingdom. Last verse for tonight. Aren't you glad I know where to put the brakes on? I mean, I've got a lot more. Everybody good with one more? Okay. How many want to go beyond one? No, that's okay. Here we go. Matthew chapter 23, 25 and 26. Listen closely. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. For you clean the outside of the cup and the plate, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. Let's pause right there for a second. How many know that those two elements right there will tear down Tear down. Man, I feel the presence of the Lord. And if you know what we're about to finish up with, you are going to explode with a new character vision for yourself. Greed and self-indulgence will chip away at character. Greed and self-indulgence. Uh, Almond Gunner was our lead speaker back there on our opening day. He came as a motivational speaker. He works with athletes all over the nation. 
He trained the young lady who had those phenomenal um, soccer kicks that won the, the uh, cup for the ladies and all of that. So he's at that level. How many know it's real important to respect people that may be at different levels? And then you want to connect with those people so you can get to that level. Do you know where Jesus is? I remember back in the day when I used to do all that rock and roll stuff, and I remember one of the old songs, Jesus is just all right with me. Man, he's more than that, folks. We try to bring him down where we are when he wants to bring us up to where he is. You're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Yes? I've got to tie this together, and then we'll wrap it up. Self-indulgence, right? Self-indulgence, correct? That was one of the words that came out of the Scripture, yes? Greed and self-indulgence. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Almond stood before our entire student body, and he said, you know what the NFL stands for? And all the kids are like, not for long. The average athlete in the NFL, three years. They're not all Jarrett Johnsons. Homegrown, Cedar Key, Levy County. The average is three years, not for long. Are you ready? 92% of those, I'm talking about character tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and we're almost finished. And you're about to hear something where character is really defined through the ministry of Jensen Franklin. 92 to 95% of the NFL athletes file bankruptcy. Greed and self-indulgence, which is a reflection all the way back to the home where the Holy Spirit should have been invited, where the kingdom should have been on display, and where the king was in residence. My transition from this world to the next is going to be so simple now because God has been taking away all of my religious robes of being a hypocrite. Listen, when I said this to the kids the other day, they stepped back. I said, listen, y'all, y'all put, those, put those rags away. And, and Deputy Anderson said, what gang are you a part of? Not only do kids have turf wars, churches have turf wars. Churches are gang related. Jesus never died so that we could fight ministries. He invited all of us to come into the kingdom and bring others with us and let him take up residence. You blind Pharisees, first clean the inside of the cup and the plate that the outside also may be clean. We're all taught from this culture to make sure it looks good on the outside. And Jesus goes, you know what? I'm looking past all that. I'm looking at your character. Because your character reveals the power of influence. Let's pray. Father, we love you tonight. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, how beautiful you are. As we take in these next few moments, may you so overwhelm us to where we walk out of here going, I really am a person of influence. Father, I declare and decree that we just advanced in your kingdom 
And there's a whole new character that's going to be on demonstration tomorrow in the marketplace. Thank you for this house. We are your people. We're your people. Welcome, King, King of kings and Lord of lords. We are so delighted to be in your kingdom. You are fabulous. And we are honored to know you. You are the king. And God's people said, listen closely to this story. And then let's just see what God wants to do as we close. The Atlanta Constitution, about a year ago, Andy Stanley wrote a great book, and he shared very openly about how he and his father, Dr. Charles Stanley, who is an amazing minister, both of those guys are amazing ministers, and yet the enemy got in and divided their home and divided father against son through a, a, a terrible situation and the divorce that happened, and, 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 and Andy and his father were just really... Uh, They were shattered in their relationship, but he said his father did something that was brilliant. He said his father would call him every week, and he said sometimes we were so mad at each other, we couldn't even speak. He said sometimes we were so upset with one another, I didn't want to be around him. But he said my father had a Mexican restaurant that he would make me meet him at for lunch once a week. And he said there were times when we went in and we were dipping chips and hot sauce and we couldn't hardly stand each other, but every week after week after week after week, we kept coming together. The colder it gets... The more you get together, the cold, the enemy says, the colder it gets, just go your separate ways and let the cold kill you. But the way you hold it together, I don't care what's happening in your family. Don't you let the enemy divide you from your own flesh and blood. I'm going to be in your life. I'm going to, I'm going to love you. I'm going to call you. I'm going to, I'm, I'm getting in you. I'm coming back. And sometimes we don't even like to be around each other, but we're going to be around each other because we're a family. And what's amazing is they kept doing that and little by little the walls started falling and little by little they started reaching out and little by little now they're totally healed and God is doing amazing things in both their lives and it's all because they decided we're going to assemble instead of let the enemy divide and conquer. And you have to make that choice with your family. You have to decide. I want everybody in this room who would love for a spirit of unity in our home. A spirit of connectivity. Character. Everybody, right now, put your arm around somebody around you. Come on, this let's go. Part of your family. Come on. Good. Hopefully. Good. Come on. Come on. There's no body heat going on if that's not your wife. Come on. <laughs> let's just leave that there where it is. Come on. But say, I'm not gonna let you go. We're better together. Come on, say it. I'm not going to let you go. We're better together. We're a family. And we stand together. I forgive you. Forgive me. I love you. Love me. And in the name of Jesus, no weapon formed against our home will prosper. And as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will assemble together. We will stay together. We will make it through. I don't care how cold it gets. We're going to run to each other and run to God and run to his house. And there's stuff going on that I don't like and I don't approve of. But you know what? We're family. And I won't let you go. I won't let you go. You can never get rid of me. Tell somebody that. You can never get rid of me. Never. Never. 
I'm always going to be in your business. Always. In Jesus' name. Now, everybody pray this prayer and we're going to let you go. Here we go. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. You're the God of families. You're the God of families. You told Abraham. You told Abraham. I am the God of all families. I am the God of all families. Family is your idea. Family is your idea. So you know how. You know how. To make our family work. To make our family we work. We need your help. We need your help. Especially in our family. Especially in our family. So bless my family. Well, bless the family. Keep my family. Keep our family. Unite my family. Unite our Connect family. my family. Connect. Help us to let go of the past. Help us to, let help go us to forgive one another. Help us to forgive one and another. help us to have life, have life. And, love and love and fun. And fun. And joy in our relationships. We're better together. We're better together. And we will not be separated. We will not be separated. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. For where two or three are gathered. In his name. In his name. He is in the midst. He is in the midst. Say he's in my home. He's in my home. He's in my marriage. He's in my family. Because we gather, we assemble in his name. We are blessed. blessed. My family is blessed. My children are blessed. My grandchildren are blessed. In Jesus' name. If you love somebody, look at them and say, lean on me. Lean on me. Lean on me. Lean on me. Let's give the Lord praise in the house. So I'm real big on connection. You might be standing there going, how did that fit into the power of influence? Oh, it's real clear. Even though Dr. Charles Stanley went through a divorce, he's a man of influence and he wasn't going to let anything get in the way of his relationship with his son. That's called character. You're walking out of here tonight drenched. How many have loved the rain the last few days? We actually got soaked at the buses yesterday. I mean, just drenched. That's how you are right now. When that came up this morning, the Holy Spirit said, I want that tonight. How many know that we are His? Therefore, I don't tell Him no. When he said, I want that tonight, I said, like you may have said, how does that fit into this? How many know he's the teacher and I'm not? He is the teacher. He just showed me how it all fits. It's character. You've got influence. And your children are leaning on you to be influential. Amen? I want to bless this house now. You ready? been a great night here father it's been a great night wow we really really appreciate how you line things up and how you deliver our character has grown so much in here tonight wow I didn't realize I was this tall father wow just pause for a moment God's going to begin to show you who you really are in his kingdom not just in a church gathering or among believers he's going to expand the horizon and show your value 
in his kingdom. What that'll do for you, you're going to run straight to the king. Going, man, I carry your nature. I've got influence. Now I bless my brothers and sisters, members of the body of Christ. I thank you. They're kept by you. Bless their tomorrow. Keep them. Sustain them. Strengthen them. Overwhelm them. Surprise them too. <laughs> For your honor and your glory. God's people said. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.